Oh my god, what am I doing? Hello, good morning. My name is Desiree. Welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. I have been wanting to do this video for a, a while now and I haven't gotten around to it, but I'm glad to say that I can start today. It's a topic that I initially had some difficulty even um, reading about and finding information about but today is a good day to talk about it it has been dramatically gray for the past few days up in the northeast which is pretty typical of it but today it is blue and sunshiny and that's really nice and the birds were chirping this morning and I was in sort of a weird mood because my stomach was being funny but then I went outside and then I was like oh well it's kind of silly to not appreciate the beauty of the outside so i'm going to talk about race and iq today i am not a professional i will never be a professional i also don't have tons of money lying around so i tried to find the information that was free um and comprehensive uh so i saw i found someone's literature review it was written by compiled by Dr. I believe his first name is Arthur Jensen and um, Dr. Philip Rushton. The title of it was 30 years of research in race differences on race differences in cognitive abilities. It was published in the uh, by the American Psychological Association in the Journal of Psychology, Public Policy, and Law. And uh, the first thing that was interesting about the paper was that they were not trying to establish what the average IQs were in different um, populations by race, but they were trying to establish whether the debate is whether or not it is hereditarian meaning is it partly influenced by genetics not completely or if it is uh, environmental so uh, uh, I mean I, ne I never really thought about IQ before but they already know that there are different IQs between the races so in terms of the actual IQs um, what it's a it's a paper published in 2005 so the data is a bit old and they were looking primarily just for the establishment of like they were looking primarily at uh different factors there were a few different factors but the first one was based on the data found in the bell curve by charles murray it was published in 1994 and uh that I don't know where he got his data from uh, I, I'll talk about that more later and um, so that established that you know the IQ the average IQ average IQ so not everybody the average IQ of blacks in uh, America was 85 uh, for Latinos it was 89 for whites it was 103 for Asians 106 and for Jews 113 um so this is an average i am i apologize if this offends anyone also the terms that i know that personally a lot of these groupings you're like i don't even identify with this but just speaking biologically um see I, I know the terms it's sort of hard to find the exact term that everybody feels comfortable with so i apologize if i'm offending anybody 
um so they had that and then they were looking at data oh that data was based on a 12-year longitudinal study done um tracing a cohort of individuals from about age 17 to their late 20s and early 30s and um so that's that's how they they found that data out uh i'm gonna put you know links to this and i am slightly butchering this because i'm driving and also because i'm not an expert um so something else the other things that they were looking at included um testing for the g factor um, which is tested specifically for problem solving ability that is as opposed to if you have learned a learned body of knowledge that you can draw from in order to solve problems it's like if you're faced with new information how do you um, uh, take the data and put it in with what you already know and then make a decision based on that and there was a line in the paper that I, I thought was really nice it, it said that everyday life was and basically an IQ test and I was like haha that's that's pretty true <laughs> um, there were other things they looked at including brain volume and how that relates to IQ I thought that was really interesting uh, they were talking about how brain volume is correlated with the number of I don't know why that car just did that with the number of um, synapses and neurons uh, in the brain and they also looked at reaction times which is also correlated with um iq and uh, uh i i, I kind of wanted to put this bit in there i kind of wanted to be a neurologist when i was younger so th this part of it sort of interests me and uh um they were also looking at biological difference which i didn't really know about that was also very interesting and totally not offensive um <laughs> they were talking about how the gestation period for blacks um well all the things i'm talking about blacks are i guess it, it goes in a general order from blacks the the categories i listed before blacks to uh asians well blacks to latinos to whites to asians to jews and um Yeah, so they're talking about blacks having a shorter gestation period and they're also talking about how blacks have more twinning and i didn't know that bone development is faster um i think they also talked about sexual maturity they also went on to talk about more social social factors such as sexual permissiveness um and um law abidance and cautious being cautious and I thought those things were very interesting and I you know I guess they're trying to model different groups based on how well they conform to socially desired um, well, like socially valued traits and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I I know it, it might not sound nice but like I've traveled a bunch and you know like even little things like driving you know depending on the communities I'm driving people are a lot more aggressive there um there are other things which i'm going to talk about later <laughs> so i guess it's, it's not really nice to talk about it but it makes sense and like even if they have these paper that like puts it down in data 
um, if you just walk around the world, you can see this sort of stuff yourself. So they also looked at trying to control for environmental factors in twin studies. And they also looked at transracial adoption. Um, and then the first thing that they looked at was the international pattern of acutests. And, you know, they, there's a theory that, not the theory, it's an established, it's established that uh, the income of different countries are how developed they are. It is correlated with the average IQ within that country. So that started me brushing past information. If you're even listening to this, you you probably already have an idea of all of this because the topic interests you maybe morbidly or you know started like oh, I don't really want to look at this, but <laughs> it's interesting anyway. Um, so while I was reading this paper, I. Uh, I am a biased person and you know I don't really like the idea of persons having this idea about this group of people that I mm, I don't really identify with but that I'm a part of even if I don't identify with them and I kept asking myself why is this important why do you have to link IQ uh, to race why not just talk about how having a higher IQ um, correlates to later on in life persons having more socially desirable outcomes which which you know includes not dropping out of school and being successful that sort of stuff and i know like looking at who the persons were and what they i did some more background research on how they were funded um maybe in the past they were trying to push an agenda they probably still are but I think in the present it's really really important just because of how everybody's just angry with everybody else because they're not seeing um, certain groups especially in America mostly black people do very well compared to other groups in society and now we know where the data is out there and nobody's talking about the data which is that it's not necessarily dependent on race but it is dependent on iq how well people do in society and i'm not saying that racism doesn't exist i'm not saying that maybe you walk into someone's office and they don't want to hire you because they don't like your your skin color which and they don't even know you and i think that's bad but i can't control other people i'm not saying that doesn't exist but if these if these things are true then you have to change the discourse of discussion in society about what is happening between these groups and you know this whole blame game that is going on right now and quite frankly it makes me very sad because it's um well not very sad but it it bothers me because i see people just being manipulated to like hate other groups of people that they don't they don't even know and have opinions about groups that they don't even know and i think that's really wrong and um i guess uh i don't really like talking about it but i hope that you know you know people can start to wake up (laughs) to that information um so that's why it's important like when you have laws in place like uh affirmative action or when you know you can't talk about criminality in certain groups of people because oh it's just offensive but like you have to talk about it not necessarily on the individual level like when you meet someone like you have a problem with that but just in terms of shaping public policy you know the the rule should be you know what like if you want to have a government in the first place and have you know some people put laws in place and some people enact those laws the rule has to be 
that the same standard applies to everyone that is the rule not not that some people end up getting in trouble more um, but that the same standards have to apply to everyone like, or else you cannot have a society where people trust each other and you cannot have a society where there is resentment and you cannot have a society where people get along and you cannot have a society where people only see um, char character which is you know what I would like and nothing to do with how you look uh, I, I know we're visual creatures and you know there you have to sort of Just in terms of race, because I know it's possible just because of where I come from. I know people say, no, it's not possible, blah, 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 but I, I think it's possible just because of how little I thought about this growing up. Uh, so, that's why it's important. And uh, I don't think we can start moving towards a society that most people, I think, want until people, people acknowledge, acknowledge that stuff. So more of my personal response to this i did feel a twinge of satisfaction when i read that um dr rushton and dr jensen had both died i know that's horrible <laughs> i know that's really bad but i i did just because um i just have a problem with you know i have friends i grew up my peers and um the people I I really interact with, most of whom are black, they're very competent in what they do. They're pretty ambitious. They're pretty uh, they're pretty intelligent. And you know, even though I know walking down the road in New York City, I'm most likely to get pissed off by um, black people. Uh, hitting on me in a in a disrespectful way. I know it's not just because I'm black and maybe they feel comfortable like also having spoken to other people about it. Because of that, I also but I also know that you know my father or my brother. I have two brothers. My brothers um, or just my peers, they they're not like that. And I know that I wouldn't want. You know them to go out into the world and be experiencing blowback for things that they did not do and like that that's just the problem that i have with these categories is it's like yes in terms of understanding why this why what is happening in society is happening that is important but in terms of just interacting with people i don't know it, it's it really bothers me because what about the people who are like in that overlap more on the lower or the the higher ends you know the people who um let's say for asians who maybe are on the lower end they are perceived with the, they have the benefits of the, the perception of being on the higher end even if they are not just because their group is known for something and i guess it's just I feel like the individual is being is being sacrificed you know it, it's like that that is a, the problem that I have with it um, but that is more interpersonal relations and you know I do feel if you have a certain mindset you would even if you found this information out it wouldn't change how you feel about that sort of stuff um, but that's just my thoughts on that um, and then one more thing that it really 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 made me think about and I, I you know I was like hmm was that um, I believe it was 
uh, Kierkegaard who talked about the gaze of other people and how the gaze can define someone else like you are defining someone else's gaze and how we are both the subject and um, the object and I I know personally I want to feel like I am creating my own story and that I I am the person I am a person acting in the world rather than um, someone else sort of looking from the outside and telling me who I am uh, so I think that is like what what it really comes down to and what really bothers people is to say do you do not you do not tell me who I am I tell you who I am or you allow me to become who I am going to be um, so I think that is a that is and I, I think that's where it really comes down to is allowing people to become who they are but yes this data is uh, important I think that is pretty much all I have to say about it for the moment one more thing I want to say is that um, you know if people have a problem with the data I know there are some criticisms of their methodologies but I, always, I think the only thing that can satisfy people it would be more data um, I don't know you know I I really like the idea I like the idea I'm not saying this is true I really like the idea that people can shape their destiny and their path and uh, you know the way I was raised and the way people around me were raised it is you do your best that that's all you can do you do your best and um, so I think that the reason why this information is important is, is really just to stop people from feeling like everybody hates them everybody's trying to keep them down um, but at the same time I don't want to have it I don't want it to have this sort of deterministic um, factor like you can't do anything because I really feel like people are able to achieve great things if they believe in themselves and I don't know maybe it's just my experience that people are so capable but I know you know like my mother she came from a very 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 compared to what people would call here very 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 poor family and um, yeah well she got a scholarship and she was really smart so I guess it sort of lends itself to the IQ theory so maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't bring that up um, but I feel that people have to have the belief that they can in order to see in order to see that they can so I wanted to say that and I didn't finish the thought about my friends who are very intelligent a lot of them tell me that you know they come here to the US most other places no and they interact with people who automatically think that they're superior to them and like I said I feel like if you have that if that mindset that you're gonna think those things anyway I don't really think data is going to change that um, I think people remain pretty, pretty constant so I also have a problem with with that as well that's it i hope you enjoyed please subscribe i am trying to keep up with the videos i work on a boat and i disappear and i also it's, it's mostly that so i i have all this time in between where i can't really do anything 
but I hope to get better over time and uh, thank you for watching I hope you enjoyed I hope it was useful and uh, have a nice day